Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Can I get an amen? Fantastic to have you guys with us. Uh, the cat, your new name is Bark Ryan. (laughs) You know, I've been called, uh, Mark Cryan, Mark Winan, Mark Lion, uh, Diesel, I'm Italian. I always wanted to be the, called the Italian Stallion. My, uh, friends in college got wind of that. Instead, they called me the Italian Scallion, as in the onion, (laughs) as in the onion, which fits because my takes make people cry. You know, so it, it's a it's a perfect fit. Bark Ryan, though, might be a uh, a a new favorite. Well, I do want to before we get to yours, Diesel. I want to touch base on something this guy says. You know, like <laughs> it's there's no way not to do this, right? He the guy goes, good show, but sometimes you guys come off kind of stuck on yourselves. So, um, one of the best pieces of advice that I ever got, Diesel, in this business. Uh, was from the EP, the executive producer of The Herd with Colin Cowherd. His name is Chad Scott. I'd have him on this show, but for the fact that, like, he no longer really does sports radio. And he's brilliant, and he's awesome. And I have him critique my stuff still from time to time. And what he told me, he said, your show should not be about sports. Your show should be about you through the prism of sports. So, you know, there is no way like so he taught me in the in the um, in the vein of doing personality radio is to let your audience get to know you. Right. So as much as possible, you will hear our segments, our topics. We try to make it personal to us. We try to have an analogy. We try to tie it in, you know, because ultimately your show should be about you through the prism of sports, right? So uh, when I was moving to Tampa, never watched, never watched a ton of NHL hockey. I said, you know, my topic was sell me on watching hockey, sell me on getting into the lightning. We did an uh, on-air contest, uh, the best, best billboard wins. And he said the, the winning billboard was, Mark, Tampa Bay Lightning hockey, the best thing you can do with your clothes on. And so you, you kind of talk about your feeling, your feeling about everything. That's the nature of, of sports radio. That's personality radio. To some people, it might come off like we're stuck on ourselves. But I assure you, okay, I, I promise you this, like um, Diesel doesn't strike me as an overly cocky guy. Maybe you think I am, but I'll tell you what, nobody's harder on themselves than I am, okay? Um, we, we come out confident and with a punch, but um, but nobody's harder on themselves than me, okay? I promise you. Like, I am 
I am hard on myself to a fault. So anyway, always appreciate the comments. Every once in a while we get something like that, and I, I uh, want to comment on it, you know, because the show should, if we're doing a good job, if we're doing personality radio, the show should be about Diesel. The show should be about my experience with something, right? That's the nature of the beast. All right, Diesel, time for your five crushes. Well, one, one of mine... Well, one and a half of mine are animated. I'm going to tell you what that half means. None of them are anthropomorphized cats. So um, I have that going on you. I'm not sexualizing cartoon cats. Uh, Angela, if you're listening, never take him to see the musical cats. You don't know what might happen. No. Uh, But my top five, and this is going to sound uh, fake, but it's not, Kevin McAllister's mom. I had a thing for Kevin McAllister's mom from Home Alone. Oh, yeah, no. from Home I, Alone. Yeah, I was watching that. I I thought a number of times she's I, she was average looking to me. Well, I mean, I, I, I look, thinking- it's a childhood crush. Why are you poking <laughs> holes in this? Why are you poking holes in my childhood crushes? We all have our reasons. Okay. Yeah, okay. What, what what's your reason? Uh, I just thought she was hot. Okay. You know, I was like, I was a kid. I was probably like nine when that movie came out. Like, okay. I you, I can't explain why okay. I had a crush on her. I just did. Uh, number four, this one is my uh, this one is my animated slot. This one goes to Jessica Rabbit. Yep. I didn't think any woman ever would look like Jessica Rabbit, the way that she moved, the, her sexuality, just raw sexuality, uh, until I discovered Instagram. And I'm like, there's a ton of women out there who look just like <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. It's incredible. Uh, number three on my list is Topanga from Boy Meets World. She is the quintessential girl next door boy and meets I, world was after my time right so i don't know who that is right okay uh yeah so i no i i get it man uh, and um and um punky brewster I, I i always thought she was hot too but she was a little bit ahead of my time uh number two and this one is sports related mo quirk host and and sports commentary on nickelodeon guts I loved Nickelodeon Guts. I loved Mo Quirk. I thought she was super, super hot. And then number one, and I think I think you will agree with me on this one, Kim Basinger. Oh, yeah. Kim Basinger, yeah. and it's a combination, yeah. and this is where the half comes in. Kim Basinger's hotness was a combination of Vicki Vale from Batman, from Honey Hornet in Wayne's World 2, yep. and then Hollywood in the movie Cool World. She was half animated in Cool World. The whole point of that show or that movie was this this um, this comic book animator somehow created a world where where the cartoons were sentient and they wanted out. Now Hollywood, we're talking about the place and not you, right? <laughs> well, her name is spelled W O U L D. The oh, idea is that Holly okay. would do whatever you want her to do. <laughs> Hollywood. And she wanted out of the this animated world. It's kind of like in um, in uh, Roger Rabbit, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, when they go into Toon Toon World. Yeah, it's kind of like the same thing. There is Toon World. This cool world exists somewhere out there in the ether, and the cartoons want out. They want to get out into the real world. And so I thought I thought Kim Basinger and a combination of those three movies. Uh, I thought she was just the the hottest thing. So, um, 
Gentlemen of the Upstate and ladies of the Upstate, you are more than free to chime in with your top five childhood and adolescent crushes if you would so be inclined. Um, to what degree of loser are Diesel and I that we both had a cartoon in our top five? All right, a cartoon. And you know what, Diesel? It was before the PC police got a hold of everything and ruined everything. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, and Tomb Raider. Remember Laura Croft, and then they had Angelina Jolie, sure. who was the perfect Tomb Raider. Yeah. Like, she's, she, like, had, like, Angelina Jolie, when they cast her for that, like, she had, like, at that time in her career, had the sex appeal to play Tomb Raider, but also the badass, don't screw with me kind of vibe that Tomb Raider would need to have. Sure. Um, but it's like, at that time, they allowed you to make... The, the female superhero, um, voluptuous, with long, flowing blonde hair. And, you know, they allowed you to, to, to fit a stereotype, and that was okay. And the PC police didn't come after you for this, you know? Now, the, the superhero needs to be this or that, but it, but it can't be the hottest woman you ever saw. Why not? Why not? That's what superheroes were my whole life and my dreams. Right? Yeah, we went from uh, Scarlett Johansson is a superhero to Kamala Khan is a superhero. Like, these are not the same. <laughs> right? Like, these are not the same. No, not the same. Texter says, imagine looking through Mark and Diesel's browsing history in oh, middle school. <laughs> I, please, no, please don't. Please don't. By the way, Diesel, totally unrelated. How do you get rid of a computer in a way that nobody can ever find what was on it? How do you do that? Because I can't have Wes finding what my middle school browsing history was. <laughs> it's out it. there, man. There's there's no there's no getting rid of any of it. Yeah. Uh, this is where we insert the ad for NordVPN. Please sponsor the show, NordVPN. <laughs> there you go. All right. What do you say? Uh, imagine. Okay. Uh, Texter says uh, the guy who said uh, you guys come off stuck on yourself sometimes. He said great response. Thank you, sir. Appreciate having you with us. Um, Mark, mom, man crush to cancel. Do you understand that text? I don't understand that. Mom, man crush to cancel. I don't get it. I think you meant Shitara, not Shira. No, I meant Shira. Uh, Mark and Diesel going to give away how old I am here, but for me it was Farah Fawcett. Bro, good, good on you. She's yeah, she good was, on She you. was hot. Like her age does not take away. The, uh, I believe there's a Farrah Fawcett poster in the men's room of Bad Daddy's Burgers in Greenville, and yeah. I love going to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Diesel got to go to the bathroom again. <laughs> Why have you gone to the bathroom three times in this meal? Uh, we, we did say seal. that we we do need to uh, settle the question: Who was hotter? Who was sexier? Shira from He Man or Jessica Rabbit? Diesel, the reality is, you win that. Okay, you win that. And I only didn't pick Jessica Rabbit because it's so obvious. See what I'm saying? It's okay to be obvious. Yeah. It's I'm not saying it isn't, but it's that's why I didn't pick her. <laughs> like Jessica Rabbit, it was like you had the greatest artist in Hollywood and you said, "Make for me a female form that is literally an hourglass." Right. Literally an hourglass. That's what they did. You know? And, uh, you know, you saw what she did to Roger Rabbit. Poor Roger Rabbit, you know. Poor Roger Rabbit. Your uh, childhood and adolescent crushes. <laughs> Texter says, 
His childhood adolescent crush is Blake Lively. Diesel, Blake Lively, tell me about this. Who am I? I've heard the name. I forgot it. Blake Lively is an actress. She's married to Ryan Reynolds. Oh, and the second part of his text says, a part of my clothing, part of my outfit today is not fitting the way that it did. <laughs> Ew. Okay? That's what Ew. He, he just said that. He just said that. Okay? That's gross. Uh, it is gross, but he said it. Mark, from the college football opt-out transfer webpage, there, as of now, 741 players just in bowl games opting out. Disgusting, Mark. Disgusting. But thank you for letting me know. Uh, Mark, my my uh, my cartoon crush was Jessica Rabbit. My teenage crush was Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Well, this guy's a, he's a youngin'. Got a youngin. If the yeah. teenage crush is uh, Pamela Anderson, was that teenage for you? Yeah, I'm. I may have found uh, some materials that were not intended for me to find oh, in the house, oh. and they may have featured Pamela Anderson. Oh, interesting. Very, very interesting stuff. All right, let's go to the phones, and we've got Bama Springer joining us with his top five. Bama Springer. There is nobody oh here. God. There is. There is no. There is no incorrect answer here. You are allowed to enjoy your childhood and adolescent crushes, a topic you'll only get right here on Offsides, the Fan Upstate. What do you got for me, Bam Spring? Hey, y'all are entertaining the crap out of me, first and foremost. I've been laughing for the last 30 minutes. But here we go, okay? I'm really old, Mark, number one, okay? So here we go. All right, my cartoon character was Wonder Woman. And that was when it was she was just a cartoon character on TV, okay? Yeah. She was yeah. hot, man. She was hot. And that chick that used to hang out with the, the Scooby-Doo gang, the blonde-headed chick, what was her name? I don't even know, cuz. Scooby-Doo and Shaggy, I wanted to be hanging out in the van with them because they was having a good time. Can I get a hell yeah? It was uh, it was Velma. <laughs> uh, it was Daphne. You're talking about can Daphne. Say, can I say Daphne? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right, now we get into realistic people. Back in the day, Batman used to come on all the time. It was the Batgirl when she first came on with whatever West character it was. Okay, she was hot, dude. Okay. 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 Wait, and wait, then, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold up. Time out. Time out. Uh, yeah, Daphne. Daphne. Yeah. How could you, Daphne? You're absolutely right. They had Daphne <laughs> in a purple skirt with a green scarf, right? Yeah. She was hot, dude. You know what's funny she about had, cartoons? Yeah. They had, like, do you, have you ever noticed this about cartoons, Bama Springer? They would have them in all sorts of environments, but they were always in the same outfit. You know? They're, in, <laughs> know they're, at, they're at the North Pole, and she's still got her skirt on. You know what I'm saying? I know it. They're in the North Pole, and Shaggy's still got his T-shirt on, running around in the North oh Pole. They're never dressed you any know- differently. No, no, you know why Shaggy had his T-shirt on? Because him and Scooby-Doo was smoking weed, okay? (laughs) Not feeling anything. (laughs) But anyway, let me get to the realistic ones now, okay? Okay. All right. uh, Bo Derek, and I'm the one that texted in Farrah Fawcett. I had to post her up above my bed when I was a young teenager, okay? So there you have it. it. I'm shocked that you didn't say Daisy Duke. (laughs) No, Daisy, man. Daisy... Look at them girls with the Daisy Dukes on. Yeah, but I was older then, guys. I'm old. I'm freaking 60 (laughs) years old, dude. Good Lord. I'm going to be smoking dope with... 
I want to be smoking dope with Scooby and damn Shaggy. Okay? <laughs> How could hey, you, you smoke know, enough man? dope How and you come... might think that you're you're hanging out with them? Yeah, okay, so so like Kathy Ireland would be before his time or after his time, and Cindy Crawford right. would also be after his time. Yeah, right. yeah, okay. I'm old, Mark. <laughs> hey, Italian Stallion, I love your show. Diesel. <laughs> Don't let that catch on, please. Please, Springer, don't let that catch on. If you refuse to ever say, call him that again, I will pick Bama every single time they are up for a debate. The next time I see his butt at Ingles right up here in Duncan (laughs) on Main Street, I'm going to walk in there and say, Italian Stallion. That's right, baby. That's right. That's all I ever wanted. Go blue, okay? Go blue, go Michigan. (laughs) Roll Tide. See you guys later. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Best nickname in the world. Great, great admissions from uh, Bama Springer. Yeah. Great contribution to the show. Appreciate it very, 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 very much. All right, my friends. Coming up next on the show, Jake Crane is going to tell us just what kind of a pro Jaden Daniels is going to be. Could he end up being number one off the board in the NFL draft next April? That, plus a lot of college football news and notes, NFL Super Bowl bubble, and so much more. Jake Crane next here on Offsides. We are the fan upstate. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm going to be real with you. This piece of audio is going to make you downright mad. Bama Springer, if you're still listening, this piece of audio is going to make you downright mad. This woman might be in the best apartment in the world. And she's bitching and moaning about it. A woman in Nashville is suing a barbecue restaurant right next to her home, claiming that the smoke from cooking barbecue interferes with her enjoyment of her home. Here's the owner of the store. His name is Jeff Roy defending his business. Well, we smoke about five days a week. I just put my foot down. I said, look, that's all we're going to do. I'm through. We can't do anything else. You do what you got to do. It's just a little country store, you know, right here in the middle of East Nashville. And we want people to feel it when they come in that it's a family-run business. This lady gets free smells all day, every day of barbecue being smoked, and she's complaining about it. Now, here's the important part of the story, Mark. The, The restaurant has been there for a decade. She moved in two years ago. Oh, see, that you left that little piece of information yeah. out until the very end. That's called not doing your homework, ma'am. Okay? <laughs> not doing your homework. You know, Diesel, I've heard all the time, like Angela was telling me the other day, that like cooks at restaurants love to cook, but they don't want to cook at all when they're at home. Of course not. Okay? Like they want to be done with it. They want the separation of church and state. So for me, if you had it all day, every day, would the smell of barbecue smart still to get start to get to you after a while? 
I don't know. I, I you know, just the answer is no. Give me the smell of barbecue. Give me the smell of barbecue chicken, of pork, of ribs, of brisket, all of the above. Just keep wafting it my way. It would never get to you. It should never get to you. I can't figure out what attends what offends me more. The lady that was offended by the Winnie the Poop flag in her neighborhood from her neighbor or this lady complaining about the smell of barbecue. Hey, ma'am, ma'am, third world problems, ma'am. Okay, third world problems. All right. I wish I had your problems. Isn't it something how everything is relative and everybody's problems that they have are the biggest problems ever? I smell barbecue every day. Cry me an absolute river, an absolute river. So anyway, guys, who do you think is going number one in the NFL draft this year uh, among the quarterback options, right? You got Bo Nix. You got Jaden Daniels. You got Drake May. You have Caleb Williams. Who would you guys take number one in this deal? You know, uh, Matt Miller, ESPN.com, has Caleb Williams going number one overall to the Chicago Bears. He's got Jaden Daniels going number four overall to the Giants. He thinks a lot of these teams that have been selling us that they have the guy, they're actually going to admit to us we were wrong. We don't have the guy. You were right all along. Um, That's what they think. Yeah, but the Giants already have a guy who's got his own guy, if you know what I mean. Gabish. You know, are you allowed to say this today in today's day and age, Diesel? But DeVito looks like he would have an agent like that. Are you allowed to say that? Or is that it's stereotyping, right? It it's is. It's stereotyping. It is. But stereotypes are based on truths to some degree, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right? Uh, so, yeah, he, he um, his agent looks like the kind of guy who knows where the bodies are buried. Yeah, yeah. Listen. You don't mess with the DeVito family, okay? You do not mess with the DeVito family. Especially Diesel. not his sister Marie or his cousin Marie. Or Francois. Or his mother, <laughs> whose name is also Marie, you, who makes a great chicken cutlet. By the way, the DeVito family put on a tailgate for the Giants fans yesterday yeah. that was a whole football field long. Oh they God. had tables of chicken parm and lasagna oh, come and on. just like outside Giant Stadium and it was for the fans the DeVito family put it on oh, Tommy DeVito it. I tell you we had a so text long earlier. as you're nice to my family we had a text earlier said the problem with college basketball is you can't tailgate for college basketball wait for a program like Kentucky or Kansas or Blue Blood like that to build a facility specific for college basketball tailgating Oh, and it's over an oh. indoor heated facility for college basketball tailgating? Oh, sign me so up. So you're saying they can't tailgate because it's I mean, too cold. I mean, you can. It's too cold. You can, but most people don't. Yeah, that's true. Wait, wait for a school to figure out tailgating for basketball. By the way, my early lean for number one, Jaden Daniels. What can he do? Guys, we'll be at Ingalls Markets in Liberty tomorrow. Give me Mark Ryan or give me Liberty. One of the two. We'll see you then. It's offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the fan upstate.